Hello, and thank you for tuning in. This is Love What I Love, a podcast where we beg our partner to love something we do, whether it be a movie, TV show, or anything in between. We're your hosts, Andy. And Masha. And this week, we're talking about Ip Man. Ip Man is a 2008 Hong Kong martial arts film loosely based on the real-life Wing Chun Grandmaster Ip Man. The film shows his time in Foshan in 1935 during the start of the Second Sino-Japanese War. Damn. It was written by Edmund Wong and Tai Li Chen, directed by Wilson Yip, and starring Donnie Yen, Simon Yan, Lin Zhang, and Hayaruki Ikuchi. <laughs> I-K-E-U-C-H-I. I-K-E-U. I have no idea. Ikeuchi? That's probably way more correct. Okay. Also, I'm not going to remember any of those names. Nope. And I don't <laughs> know if I said them correctly. Uh, and there's going to be a lot of that. And I'm a dumb Westerner. So what do you want from me? Uh, you all did so well. <laughs> you got Donnie Yen down, though. You guys yeah. Donnie, because Donnie. Yeah. You know, like hey. Mr. Yen. Oh, he's got money in his last name. Yeah. He... He wanted to display wealth when he chose his name, so he was like, he was like, well, Donald Trump's famous, so I'm taking Donnie, and he's like, Yen is money, so he's like, <laughs> nice. I'm the Donald Trump of Yen. That's a true story. You, you take that. You could, you could tweet that at him. It's totally true. <laughs> is it really? No. Oh. <laughs> God smart. damn it! <laughs> I can't. Uh... <laughs> that was like the fakest shit I ever made up. Because <laughs> you said it, like I was like, oh yeah, he's BSing, and then you were like, it's completely true. <laughs> <laughs> I said you could tweet it at him. He doesn't mind. <laughs> Yeah, we had a we had a twelve million budget with I couldn't really figure out the return. Wikipedia's a twenty two million, but this movie was like released so like staggered through all the different markets uh-huh. that it's like I don't really know where that number came from. I feel like it had to have made more than twenty two million for the impact that it like had. Oh yeah. Because like it was released like first in like I don't remember the order, but like first in Hong Kong, then in mainland China, then in New Zealand, then in the UK, and then a right. year later in America. Like and it never had theaters in America. So like it said 22 million, but I don't know. I'm gonna put oh, an asterisk on that. I was just like a, what I saw on Wikipedia. Man. Yeah, so 12 million budget. So like, it's it is pretty big, but it's not like it's not astronomical. You know, that's not like big. Like, I'm actually surprised because this seemed very expensive. Yeah, not I'd, to say 12 million isn't expensive, but like it just looks. No, I think yeah, I think they did a good job of making it. I feel like they made a smaller thing seem bigger just by like filming it correctly and filling mm. it out with extras. You know what I mean? Like I got to imagine that like the Foshan they built is probably only a few blocks long but yeah if i'm sure if you decorate it the right way and film it from, you know it looks like it's a lot bigger mm-hmm. so i don't know much about the hong kong film awards but from what i can tell reading up on it it seems like it's the closest thing to like the hong kong oscars for hong kong movies Ooh. like it's their biggest award and this was nominated for 12 the year it came out damn um and it won their version of best picture and best action choreography so yeah. nice so best picture yeah, cool. yeah yeah so it was, a, it was a pretty big deal when this one came out you know hong kong cinema's always had a lot of you know a lot of the most of the great martial arts movies has come out of there right. so they've always had that kind of prestige around them but like they don't always have these kind of worldwide hits and like it man definitely came over over here like that's you know we'll get into it when i found out how i heard about it but like mm-hmm. you know it's like it was it was the word of mouth was the reason i s- sought it out just because everyone was talking about this movie right you know it's because it's interesting when you go to like not even just Hong Kong but like Chinese film market in general. Like if you go to box uh, box office Mojo and like look up any given year, 
like the top movies, especially in the last, I would say, like five to seven years. You know, the top one's always either like a Marvel or a Disney or something like that. But then the second or third is like always some movie you've never heard of. It'll be like Wolf Warrior. And you'll be like, what is this? And you click it out. It only came out in China. Mm-hmm. But it was huge over there. Like it was their Avengers, you know? Wow. And like, so so that like every year there's always like a very successful giant movie that comes out of, you know, that market. Mm-hmm. But we don't always see it for a million reasons. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, this one was like a, a worldwide hit. Like it just like moved across... You know, I gotta imagine everybody, except maybe Japanese people, love this right. movie. <laughs> but then again, like I don't know how many Germans are watching Saving Private Ryan, so Man. it's like it is what it is. You know, <laughs> I would actually really be interested to know how well this movie did in Japan or how not well. Yeah, I, I should have actually looked into like, that. Like, was yeah, it? I mean, did you see if it was banned, mm. like Memoirs was from China? Oh uh, no, but I mean, no, but China's way more known for banning things, mm. well, you know, than, than Japan is. Yeah. So I don't know. Somebody asked it on Quora, but like that just, that's like, yeah, no, no, there's no like real. All right. It probably wasn't because I feel like, I feel like if it were banned from China, you would have come across it. I mean, in, in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever read about Japan banning a movie. Like it's, you know, it's like a very like communist thing to do. So that's why China does it. Yeah. It's, you know, it's like, I, I feel like, again, it's like when you're doing a war movie, Especially so far later in history, it's easier, you know, like, I don't think modern day Japanese people are looking at the actions of the Japan army, the Japanese army during World War Two mm-hmm. and being like, oh, yeah, that's exactly who we are. You know, like, Japan's just so different now, you know what I mean? So I think it's easy to separate yourself. Mm-hmm. This isn't like a modern day movie where, like, you know, it's like this is happening in tw- 2008 when this was made. Right. <laughs> so I think but they're fine. the person that this movie is based on, um, they were alive when this movie came out. No. Oh. No, he died in. Uh, I just I had to look it up though. It was nineteen seventy two. Oh, seventy two. Oh, yeah, yeah, that he died makes a long time ago. sense. Yeah, I, I mean, can't do math. He was like full grown <laughs> yeah. in nineteen thirty five. What like, am I, I Still alive in two thousand eight. Like, oh, good. Um, they did. His surviving sons though did uh, work as like um, consultants on the movie, mm. and like so. What this movie is, I said in the intro, that's loosely based on uh, his name is It Man in real life. It's pronounced Yip Man, I found out recently. Mm-hmm. Like, I was kind of curious. I was like, I feel like we're not saying it right. Um, and it is, like, it's pronounced with a Y, like Yip Man. It's so I, better than what I thought. What did you think it was IP Man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I really want to, well, I want to hold it. But when we get to what you thought, like, any of this was, I'm really curious. <laughs> but um, I said it's loosely based on his life because, like, most of this stuff didn't really happen. Like, the, the little things, the big things happened. He wasn't. He did. He was a, a Wing Chun grandmaster. He did live in Foshan during this time. He was there when the war happened. Uh-huh. But you know, a lot of these, like the most of the other side characters, are made up. Like it's 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 a very fictionalized version. Uh, but that was deliberate on the filmmakers. Like they weren't trying to make a realistic biopic. Like they wanted to make a martial arts movie using this guy as like an inspiration. Cause, right. Because uh, like his story hadn't really been told that much yet. Like unless you were really into martial arts. Um, so. It's not this. I'm not gonna do one of those. Like, oh, what did they get right and get wrong? Because I don't think they were trying to get anything right. Like, mm-hmm. they purposely were just like, no, no, it's just an inspiration. Like, a jumping off point. Like, right. this it man is a character. It's not. This isn't a biopic of the original it man. You know. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Their their dad's pretty cool though. The sons, like, it must have been cool for them to watch that movie. Um, and I wonder if they're grandmasters themselves. Yeah, I didn't actually look into what the. I I don't know if they were because I was reading that like they were 
brought in as consultants, but then also like all like surviving or like or like still living and practicing like Wing Chun masters were brought in too to like uh, help with the fight scenes to make that authentic. Like they wanted to keep that stuff authentic. Like the the, right. the fighting style was very you know yeah. Uh, I keep saying authentic because I can't think of a better word. <laughs> very true to life. It just you know. Yeah. They wanted to represent that correctly, even though they knew that they were telling, like, you know, a borderline fake story. You know, like, Yip Man never fought for, like, Japan Chinese freedom, like, in a, in a one-on-one contest. Like, you know, it's a very, well, it's very fictionalized for the movies. I like, was going to save it for later, but I was going to ask, like, if the Japanese choosing a China, China men to fight for a bag of rice, like, was that, like, based on oh. anything? It could be, but I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta go on it off top. That like, I'm gonna talk about this movie, but I'm not that well versed on history and like this. Like, yeah, that's like fine. the the geopolitical state of what was going on and like what actually happened. Yeah. And it's like I wish I knew a little bit more, but uh, you know, to to quote my girl Ruth from Ozarks. I don't know shit about fuck. It's just I know about this movie, so I'll do my best. But like, yeah, yeah it's not. All right. It is interesting because we brought it up in the last episode, but like. There were more pa- like I read about this war in the Flyboys book I'm reading right now, uh-huh. so I was for the first time able to have like some context about it. Right, but you know it's mostly about America's conflict with Japan, and so like when they t- they do talk about Japan invading China, but not as- in as many details. Right, but uh, it was pretty brutal. Hmm. Um, and let's just say if they just made him fight for a bag, like I will say, if it was this what they show in this movie, it's actually pretty fair to some of the actions that have in real life. Like you know, there's. They, they weren't like the the general in this movie is a very he's like an asshole but he's like honorable yeah you know what i mean and like i think that's also pretty fictionalized like i don't think i think there's a lot more there's a lot more like just raping and killing and just like right. you know like it's it was it was a little when we when we start talking about the movie i want to talk about that a little bit more cool i don't have a lot honestly about this one like i, I do have you know my general research that i do but they there wasn't like tons tons and then all i don't have this on blu-ray or anything so the only special features i could find weren't translated so mm. all the making ofs were not in english so like i couldn't even watch them uh. so I, I got some stuff but i don't have like you know my normal like page after page after yeah. page so i think we'll just talk, talk about more reactions to it so why don't we do our normal start and uh masha yeah have, before we watched it yesterday where would it, it man if anything mean to you or ip man yeah i thought it was ip man um and i've always heard of it or like, like seen pr- the post pr- prior to like me like us being together and stuff yeah it came out 2008 so it's you know it's, yeah it's like 14 f- years old at this point right but like i remember like seeing the posters and my mom and i guess all the haitians in my life love martial arts movies yeah, yeah. so i think that like it was always like around me but i never like a- purposefully like went and watched it i was never really into martial arts movies but i do have like a handful that i like so I knew Donnie, the lead of this movie from Iron Monkey, which is one of the martial arts movies I do like. Um, and he stars in that one. Uh, so I know of Donnie, uh, Donnie Yen. Um, and then that's really just about it. I didn't know anything else. <laughs> nice, nice. That's hilarious that you knew him from Iron Monkey. <laughs> that's such a good movie. It's it like is. A, uh, I actually wrote in my notes, like, do, is Iron Monkey my next movie? Ooh, that could be good. I know. Um, I feel like I've seen it, like, as a teenager, but I don't really... I think I might have like, watched it on HBO or something, so yeah. I, don't, I don't I don't. really know much about it. So that would be a dope pick. Yeah. That's fantastic. 
also random, but like, I don't know if this again might be something that you don't know the answer to and that's completely fine. But like, it's weird with, I think both Iron Monkey and this movie and probably a ton of other movies, the dialogue that the actors are saying is one language and then it's dubbed and then we have subtitles. So I'm like, what's the dubbed language? (laughs) Wait, hang on. Sorry, say that again? So Donnie Yen, I assume, is speaking Mandarin yeah. in the movie. Uh-huh. But then that is dubbed over. It seemed like it was dubbed is in it? this movie. I don't know. It might be. I actually don't, I have no idea. Okay, because I was going to ask what that what language is it being Because we just watched the trailer, and he was dubbed by a completely different yes, actor. Yes, by a completely different from what we saw. I don't know why in the trailer, yeah. But, but, I, it was, but it wasn't English. It was still yeah, it yeah, was either yeah. Cantonese or Mandarin. I don't know which one. Okay, yeah. All right. I was just yeah. curious. I never... I mean, he might be. Yeah. So you're saying like the voice we heard isn't Donnie Yen's voice? In the movie that we watched? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Interesting. I always thought it was. I might have to go back and check it out. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Especially because this is like a franchise and he's played the character so many times. Like I just, I feel like every time I hear it, like, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, it's not even as, as it meant. Uh, all right. But yeah, all that to say, uh, that I very limited. So I would love to know your history with it, man. When did you did you watch this? What in 2010? By the time it like got to the U.S., like what was going on? Yeah, I can't remember the exact year, but it had to have been somewhere between 2010 and like 2013, around there, because I was still living at my parents' house. I remember, and I moved out here to Brooklyn in 2013. Mm-hmm. So uh, it had to have been in that chunk of time. Um, and it was like the same thing where it's just like, kind of like an attack the block where like, it was just like on the internet. Like, I, you know, you know me, I'm uh, just, I'm on the internet reading about movies anyway. And like, it would just come up places that be like, yo, this movie's crazy. You guys got to check it out. Uh-huh. And then, you know, just the same way, like you thought it was IP man. Like I didn't, I, I thought it was IP, but like it was, A, I was like dumber than I am now and incredibly like just westernized. But like, because we were just in the era of like, Marvel starting out where every fucking year, like Spider-Man, I, I mean, I, I just, I was like, why is this guy man? Like, what yeah. does he do to be like, like what's his he, superpower? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and then I watched and I felt real stupid. And then I was just, just, just like, oh, <laughs> fair enough. I was like, well, his name is man. Right. I'm happy that you watched it and like, you weren't like, oh, it has subtitles. This is dumb. Oh no. By, this <laughs> po- by that point I was already, yeah, I never really had that opinion except maybe like pre like 14, but mm-hmm. I got over pre- actually no, because like I got into Crouch and Tiger like real quick and I was 10 when that came out. Uh, yeah. So like even, I think it's just because I had like older brothers that I wanted to seem cool to. And then, you know, they would be like, you're watching these foreign movies. You got to check them out. And then like, if I was like, like subtitles, they'd be like dork like what are you talking about like, so you know i was always trying to seem cooler and older and smarter than i was so i think i embraced subtitles pretty hard just so i can nice. be a snob over other people who didn't like them. <laughs> but now yeah but by this point then like i had already loved martial arts movies like i was like full blow and like i had my favorites at this point yeah um gone through my jackie chan phase you know like, uh, tony jaw was crushing it but yeah i think uh this might have even been netflix dvd like if i had to guess like Whoa. how i would have gotten my hands on it but yeah i just remember watching it and then because, I mean, it's it's no surprise, but I didn't know anything about this movie at all, and I, which I assume you didn't either. So I'm curious. I want to talk about the way it unfolds, because like, the first 30 minutes is drastically different from the rest. Yes. So I remember when that turn happens, I was just like, whoa. Right. I'll talk about it more when we wrap up, but like in my mind, I always put this film just a little bit higher than a lot of my other favorite martial arts movies, because I always feel like choreography and, and fight fight styles and and how they film the action is always put first and Mm -hmm. then stories put like fourth 
<laughs> and like, uh, there's a million exceptions to that, but a lot of times it's like, yo, check it out. What we figured out how to do. We're going to do all these crazy fights. Jackie Chan's going to have a ladder in this one. Right. And then like, this was one of the, one of the first times I saw one where like, they, they really like had like a dramatic story going on on top of just like the kick-ass action. And, you know, I was like, you know, I was young, but I was still, you know, 1920, like still young enough where I was just like, this is fucking crazy. Like mm-hmm. I haven't seen something like this before. And then on top of that, you know, it was just the action was so hard hitting. I was like, I love it. Like, this is <laughs> awesome. And I think I knew Donnie Yen from, I don't know what. I actually, I, I should IMDb him because I think I knew him from something like some American movie he was in as well. But I didn't know him that well. This definitely put him on the map. Mm-hmm. And like now I'm at the point where like. Wasn't I, he in Crouching Tiger as well? Was he? I feel like everyone was in Crouching Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, yep, just looked it up, I remember. Shanghai Nights. Wow! With uh, Owen Wilson and Jackie Chan. Oh, really? It was the the sequel to Shanghai Noon. It wasn't good. Uh, But he was like the main bad guy. He was a bad guy? Yeah, yeah, Oh, no, Donnie. And uh, that was like, I would just like, that that for me, that was always who he was. Whoa. Um, He was in Hero with Jet Li also, but I didn't remember exactly where he was from. Okay. Um, But yeah, I knew it was like some like, kind of just like, you know, the way most people like, you know, like, a lot of us learned about Jackie Chan from Rush Hour, who are our age, you know, because right. like, it, was just, yeah. it was just the right time. So it's obviously not his best movie, but it's the thing we all thought. So for me, it was Shanghai Nights. What are you talking about? It was his best movie. You're, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's a very fun movie. <laughs> not his best movie. But yeah, like I can't, I, I just like, but I see Donnie again now, I just see it, man. Like he's, he's mm. playing him so many times, like it's just been going on for so long. Isn't there like six Ip Man movies? Or uh, Yip Man movies? There's four main ones with him but there are like spin-offs and then there's like other this like kicked off like an it man genre yeah where all of a sudden like so many it man movies started coming out like ones that had nothing to do with this production company or anything like oh but they just like took basically the base of a man like that well no like just then... there's like other like quote-unquote biopics about him like just oh, being, like, oh like, this is our it man movie now like you know it's the uh, same way anyone like can hercules make... yeah exactly <laughs> like, gotcha. yeah. so it's it just kind of like it seemed to like really unlock this whole thing where like the world fell in love with this guy that no one ever knew before interesting um yeah, so, but yeah, so, but there's four main ones with, like, where Donnie Yen plays him. The reason I asked is because I feel like I saw, like, an ad, or, yeah, an ad for it on, like, Netflix. So, you know, not an ad, but, you know, like, It Man yeah, yeah. 5 or well, whatever. Well, 4 just came out on Netflix, like, a year ago. Okay, yeah, that's uh, what that's it was. That's the newest one, yeah, yeah, so that's, it's, cool. it's, it's, st- it's still hot. With Donnie. Yeah, yeah. Damn, get Donnie it done. Man. I mean, he, it's called the finale, so I think they're finished, but, uh... I'm fine with that because Donnie Yen, you know, he has to train up for his next project. It's going to be the hardest fight of his life. What? He's going up against the Baba Yaga himself. He's fighting John Wick and John Wick 4. No, he's not. Oh, he's fighting him. Is or he really? He's in the cast list. I got him. If he's in it and doesn't fight him, that would be insane. Whoa. Yeah, pretty, pretty on board about that. Damn. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I don't even good. watch John Wick. <laughs> To do, but to do. I did see that dog scene you showed not, me. Not to do trilogy on it. <laughs> yeah. John Wick deep dive coming uh, up. John, oh, John Wick three dog scene. Are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. That you showed me. Yeah. <laughs> John Wick three is crazy. Like, almost nothing happens in it, but it's the best one. Like, it's got the wildest fights. I'm just, I'm just surprised it doesn't put you to sleep because it's all dark. Like, do any scenes take place in the daytime? No, John Wick has no time for that. <laughs> Does he sleep during the day? No, it's only been like it's barely been any time. I'm like they all oh, just keep right. like he's just it's he's all still one night. he's that's not all one night, but like it's he's like he's still 
It's still 2014 in the John Wick verse. Like, <laughs> like it has not been in almost That's 10 funny. years the way it's been in real life. And he's just throwing knives. Yeah, yeah. Yo, they have a knife fight in a knife museum. Like, what a great idea. Knife museum. I mean, or a museum with a knife section. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. It's just like they they're there. Okay. And it's glorious. Yeah, you should. More people should. What about John Wick versus the Wicker Man? That doesn't make any sense. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't fight. I saw it once. I don't really remember the First movie. First of all, you're talking about this piece of shit, John Cage, Nick Cage. <laughs> John, John Cage. I was saying John Wick here. I'm, so, I'm all coming booze. Ah, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> all right. All right. I, I, I've won. I've confused him. First of all, I didn't even know where to start. I was I'm just like, sorry. we're not even talking about the same Wicker Man. The Wicker Man's a statue made of wicker. It's not even a person. Oh, right, right. <laughs> oh, my bad, my bad. The original I thought Nick like, Cage like, was the Wicker Man. No. <laughs> Nick Cage. I, the original Wicker Man is one of the best fucking horror movies that's ever been made. And every time I bring it up, people are like, the Nick Cage one? <laughs> no, not the Nick Cage one. Not the one where he punches an old woman in the face wearing a bear costume or All whatever right. the fuck happens. So to summarize, Donnie Yen will be in the next Wicker Man uh, yeah, versus sorry. John Wick. Yep, and Nick Cage will be the ref. <laughs> it's going to be sick. People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Whoa, what is that? What is that? What is it? Oh, no, not the beast! Not the beast! Ah! I'm my eyes! My eyes! Ah! Ah! <laughs> All right, but that's really cool. I'm excited for you that yeah. that's coming out. Excited for you. Excited for you. Because you haven't seen any John Wicks yet. You, yeah. you have a great time. All right. You have a great time. He's got to avenge his pup. Like, you, you could totally relate. You know what I mean? Like, oh, man. You could picture yourself becoming John Wick if you had to. When are they going to tap Donnie for the Marvel Universe? Just Unless he's in Shang-Chi. Let's, let's chill out. Maybe he is, but let's come All on. Right. Do we need everyone in the goddamn Marvel Universe? <laughs> <laughs> Could someone get a break? <laughs> just... I'm glad. They threw Donnie in Star Wars. Didn't really work. Oh. Oh, yeah. Everyone in that movie's dead. Yeah, he, he's, uh, he's dead. We're good. He had a one and done. <laughs> pop in, pop out. <laughs> I don't know mind. I don't mind a pop and pop out. But yeah. don't, don't scoop them up. All right. You don't need it. Yeah. We don't need scoop. it, you know? We never get to laugh at Jung again because now he fights <laughs> martial arts. You know what I mean? Oh, and lastly, does Ip Man, like, I assume it's rated R. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we just finished talking about Memoirs of a Geisha, which was PG-13, yeah, so I was yeah. curious. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I also feel like that shit gets rated when it comes over here. Like, That's I don't true. think it comes out of China with an R. Like, like, I don't, I don't, like MPAA is yeah. an American thing. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah. I just think the amount of blood and, like, the... It's pretty brutal. Like, you know what I mean? Just, like, the way they're spitting out blood and stuff. Like, I will say, like, for how graphic it was, I'm surprised that I was able to handle it for the most part. And... It's interesting, too, that it was, like, a very, like, male movie. Like, there was, like, one female in the cast, you know? Like, yeah. it was just, like, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, sorry. That's not a complete it thought. In, yeah, but it's like, it's yeah. like if we're talking about a military movie in the 40s, you know, you're yeah. not going to, what is it, a, a, a female Japanese captain, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, true. <laughs> but I don't know. I guess I think that, for me, actually made it easier to handle I don't know why, like, it's like I empathize more with, like, women suffering. Uh-huh. <laughs> so That's it's, like, hilarious. easier to watch. That's so funny. I don't know what that says about me, but... <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> well, we, you know, we've noted that no matter what I'm watching, even if you have no idea what it is out of context, <laughs> if there's any black woman doing something oh, of action, you have to stop and go, get it, girl. Nope. <laughs> no. Every, like, no matter what it is, I could be like, yo, she's like about to kill 3,000 people by like launching a bomb. And you're like, get it, girl. <laughs> like, you're just like, I, 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 I support, that bomb. I support us. <laughs> I love it. No, it's, <laughs> I love it. It's just so funny. She's the villain. Get it, girl. Damn, girl. I always assume you're talking about the actress, like in the like, like having a role, like, like, oh yeah, get it. Yeah. Zoe Saldana, like you know, get, paint yourself green, get that money. <laughs> <laughs> you know, paint yourself green. I love it. Um, you think that song "Everybody Wang Chung" tonight? Do you think he's talking about Wing Chun? I never, I never knew what that song was. You know. Everybody have fun tonight. Yeah. Everybody have fun. You know that song? Yeah. And then the other lyric goes, Everybody Wang Chung tonight. That's a lyric? Everybody Wang Chung. Yeah, it's a lyric. Oh. But he's saying Wang Chung, so I'm like, did he hear about Wing Chun somewhere and like just like fucked it up in Or is he just like making up words? You know what I mean? Like am I stretching? (laughs) I just my whole life I've heard that lyric. I never knew what it was. And then when I saw this movie, I was like, is that motherfucker trying to say Wing Chun? Oh. (laughs) I never heard about Wing Chun until I saw this movie. Uh Uh, that might be something it might be nothing I don't know you tell me listener write me an email (laughs) I want to dive more into the director uh, Wilson Yip wait his last name's Yip yeah isn't that crazy whoa Uh, it might be his first name most likely it is that's how they write it but anyway he not only directed all four of the Yip Mans but he also he this is his fourth time working with Donnie Yen and by all like I never saw the other films but I like googled them a little bit here and there and they're all like pretty highly regarded and highly rated so I think he's like a pretty well-known martial arts director and like helped make put Donnie Yen on the map so and so to speak uh, uh-huh. so I'd love to watch like just the whole like their whole teamwork like that's there's three cool. movies beforehand and then they're four it man movies and just kind of like watch right because it's got you know i imagine you don't work with someone that many times without liking working with them right it's like not to keep bringing up john wick but it's keanu and that director that guy was his stuntman on matrix mm. and they got along so well and then that guy eventually started directing movies and he's like yo i want like let's make the ultimate action movie right man that's pretty cool because this i thought we'll talk about it but like i just thought the way it was shot was so great <laughs> like yeah, it was yeah. freaking brilliant for sure, and for I, sure. I wonder like have you seen all of them no okay because um, i was gonna ask if like that could if, if it's consistently that nice yeah we'll say that for beyond the credits yeah. um but uh the answer is no i have not seen all of them okay oh and actually I, I do have a question about donnie if you happen to know did he start out is he a martial artist first actor second or like do you know anything about like his background there because he's so freaking good no and then i also will admit as much as i love martial arts and all these guys i don't know much about any of them in that sense like how do you become a martial arts actor yeah i imagine you got to start with martial arts i, I imagine that i don't too. think like you start you with acting and then you're just like all right let me learn that like and yeah. then you're like that good so no i, I think don't think his, his acting is really good so yeah. like i'm always curious like with like someone like him like yeah, what especially like this role. Like, I'm, not that I know him that well, but like he doesn't like this. Not like like this is like a the, he plays it man a very specific way, like very yes. quiet, reserved. Like it's not it's not like necessarily how he plays all his roles. So like yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I have no fucking idea. Like 
Or are you just like, yeah, like, do you... <laughs> like, oh, like... there's obviously world great martial artists who aren't on camera doing right. it. You know what I mean? So it's like... And they're all, like, in shape. So it's kind of like you have to, like, consciously yeah. make that... But they, And then a lot of them are in the movies as, like, stunt people <laughs> right. and, like, this and that. And that's how they make money. But, yeah, they're not, like, stunt. Mm. Maybe you just gotta... Like, they just... It's like some people have... You know, like... Yeah, and like, to be fair, like... When we're talking about world known, like we're really talking about a handful of people. Like we're talking about the Jet Lees, the Jackie Chans, the Bruce Lees, the Donnie Yuns, the right. Tony Jaws, like, and even Tony Jaws a half on the bubble there. So it's like it's not like that many of mm-hmm. like where people across continents know who they are. Right. So yeah, I don't know. With the level of martial arts they're doing in this movie, I'm like he has to be a professional. So oh, maybe for sure. maybe it's just a matter of like this director that you mentioned, like he was just like, That's my guy and yeah, then yeah. like that's how his acting just progressed over time. Yeah. Who yeah. knows? I want to uh I'll be curious to watch those movies. I'll peek but, yeah, over I mean, your I love, you know, I mean this is this is no revelation, but part of the reason these martial arts movies are so good is because you're eliminating the need of stunt doubles which is eliminating mm. the need of hiding your actors from the camera right so it just everything looks so much more awesome because they're not cutting away or hiding faces like it's just like yep they're, they're just worried about like making like getting the best angle and not like all right first he's gonna do three punches and then we'll go from behind that's when the guy will come in and do a back kick and then cut back in and he lands you know <laughs> And it's just like so it's so fluid. It's so fun to watch, you know? Yeah. I I would credit the same way you love watching like big dance numbers. I'm like, it's a big dance number. It it's is. just just you oh. know, it just people get punched in the face, so I like it more. Wow. If it was a little bit more face punching, maybe Okay. Maybe I'd be there for whatever the big thing is. Step up kick. What's, <laughs> I mean, maybe if Steven Spielberg put a couple of kicks, I'd watch this <laughs> <whole> story. It's <laughs> funny. Alright, should we dive into this? Yeah. I didn't have you guess the Rotten Tomato. Ooh. I mean, the fact that China allowed Rotten Tomatoes to happen for this. One. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> hmm. I would say, what do critics know? They probably gave it like you hate critics. a 75. <laughs> what do critics know? I think that audience score is like a 93. All right. So critics, you are off. Uh, 86. Oh, good for them. Audience. For once. We'd have to check the tape. I could be wrong about this, but in a possible first time ever, you nailed it. 93% audience. (laughs) Right on the dot. I know audiences. (laughs) (laughs) And I know what they should like. And it's Sister Act 2, Drumline. No, just kidding. (laughs) Ooh. Even blew up the mic a little bit there. The limiters came out. They were like, oh, God. My bad, my bad. (laughs) Good work, good work. Wow, look at me. So, yeah, we start this movie off. What I love... And what kicked me off, like, right off the bat with this movie is, like, I don't know if this is deliberate in the way they wrote it, but to me it feels like kind of what I was talking about up top about, like, plot being, like, the third or fourth important thing in a martial arts movie a lot of times. Mm -hmm. The first, like, 30 or so minutes of this almost work as, like, a very traditional martial arts movie condensed into a short film. Right. It's, like, a guy who loves Wing Chun. He doesn't really teach it. You know, he, he embarrasses that one master. Like, there's some stuff going on with the local guys. And then all of a sudden, a gang of bullies come to town. And they want to, you know, say, our martial arts is better than yours. Like, it's always that. You know, they're fucking up people. And then yes. one one guy, it man, has to step up and, and defend his town from these people. And it's like, it's like, that's what I mean where, like, plot's usually secondary. Like, that's a great setup for having a bunch of fights. And that's usually what you have to do with these kind of movies. And it, like, completely works. It gets wrapped up in a nice little 30-minute bow before we move on so like i just want to stay in that section for now but like i just love that this movie 
is really focused on like plot narrative and like emotional like arcs but it doesn't forget that we're watching a kung fu movie and it finds a clever way to give it to us without making it seem like we're putting the plot on pause or anything like mm-hmm. that that's 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 my take on this opening uh, well in regards to the plot i find it really refreshing where I'm wrong when I try and guess where the story is going. Yeah. And I think that in this movie, it did that to me a lot because, for example, in the opening when the master challenges him. Like the guy, the guy from out of town or the, the local master? The local master. Yeah, yeah. When the local master challenges so the first him, fight, yeah. I was like, oh, that's the villain for sure. Like he's going to be so salty towards him and that's going to be the movie. Yep. And then the new guy, com- uh, the guy comes to town to challenge him because he wants to be the best... F- well, um, even before that, because then it's like the one brother sees them fighting and then he perpetuates like the... Because it does. I, th- I think it right. does bait and switch you. Yeah. But like, I also found it refreshing where like, instead, he they just both respected each other and he was yes. like, well, thank you for dueling me. And he's like, no worries. I won't tell anyone about this. Like, And I think it's awesome because it's it's essentially, while you're getting this little short movie, it's also just establishing this version of Foshan because it gives you that opening like title crawl where it's like... Like it's it's uh you know there's prosperity everywhere like like it it's a good economy martial arts rules like people respect you know the old ways and all this right. stuff and I so love I th- the respect yes yeah, so I think they're just <laughs> showing kind of like the roots of like the ancient culture and like like is is still there and strong and like yes. you know there's not really there's problems like but there's not like hardships you know right. what I mean so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm into that yeah. and I, I mentioned it at the top but this guy's got a nice house he treats yeah. his servants well he's got a nice little family I had to look it up I'm like where like because he doesn't <laughs> seem to work so I was like where does he like because it when I first first mm-hmm. saw it I assumed like oh he earned all his money you know teaching, teaching. Wing Chun right and then you find out later he's never taught anybody Wing Chun yeah and then so I was just like how do you get all this money and I looked it up I think he just had family wealth like I think uh, he was just like born okay. into money like I thought the um, police were just paying him on the side to, like, keep the peace or something. <laughs> <laughs> you think so, but when he has the run-in with the cops, they ate that shit, remember? That cop comes and he's like, you guys in your fighting, like, this that's the old way, and he pulls oh, out his yeah. gun. yeah. I guess I was more talking about the chief guy who was like, defend our town, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, that's, like, uh, that's to show that that guy was wrong. So, like, right. they, they went from him being, like martial arts is the old way like oh that's true. you know with these guns like this is the way of the future right you know he embarrasses him by taking apart his gun with his hands yeah and then uh, and then later when these martial artists come to town it's the <laughs> cops go like look we need you we need the old ways you know <laughs> well at, on that note super quick um that piece actually reminds me of what you've been telling me what you've read been reading in the book yeah um about like how like the, the japanese traditions and their way of fighting and the access or lack thereof access to like new technologies and yeah. all that and like fighting styles like it just made me think of nice. what you were reading yeah yeah <laughs> i mean this is china not japan but i know yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. sorry I, I understand what you're saying though <laughs> but yeah i also going back to the master um the very first master that we meet who challenges him i thought it was very rude of him to not acknowledge that even though it man doesn't work like he has like his own schedule like how rude of you to just come in and be like fight me yeah <laughs> but i did love like that they sat down for like food and stuff like it was mad polite it was but i also thought like how on earth can you have a full spar after that they have a huge oh, yeah. meal and then they have cigarettes yeah like they like they eat their asses off and they smoke and i'm like how could you like imagine like doing that and then going to the gym you know no you way. Know, like, like have, a, have a full dinner have a cigarette <laughs> and then go do some like physical activity and the last <laughs> thing i'll say about this is freaking donnie like 
it's this and Iron Monkey where whenever he eats, he makes food look so freaking good. Nice. I don't know if it's only me, but like everything he ate in Iron Monkey, I was like, mm, I want that. Like a Chinese meat bun looks so freaking good. Yeah. I tried it once in real life and I was like, I don't really like this. But then every time I watch Iron Monkey, I'm like, yeah, yeah. he makes it look so good. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Is it just me? I guess so. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. That this first 30 minutes also just gives you like shows you how dope the martial arts is gonna be like all these yes. different fights like they're brutal like they i love just like the sound design the, the, the how hard the hits feel like the yeah the sound design is insane yeah, in this like movie. people get kicked like in the chest you're just like jesus christ and you feel it 100 yeah. percent. i'm actually a little upset with you because i recently showed you a scene from xena the warrior princess <laughs> 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 go <Where> on Xena Xena <laughs> oh. and this woman are fighting on vines yes. and then Xena's climbing up a vine with her arms right and then she's kicking a woman up with her knees as she climbs up the vine simultaneously everybody guys you <laughs> you cannot this cannot be described in audio I don't know how do you google this how do you find this I don't scene? know you just have to it's, it's in just, season just pray, 4 just pray you find it <laughs> it was insane but anyway, I'm just laughing because I showed you that scene and of course like she's kicking she's kicking her and it's like yeah. and then all of a sudden there's this whole movie based on fights that are like Yeah, you know? <laughs> whirlwind hits. <laughs> so I'm like, no way you give me crap for that scene when this whole movie is all that. Alright, that shit was completely different. <laughs> Yo, she kicks her up like an eighty foot tree while climbing up vines <laughs> and like just kicking it like kicking her like a soccer ball, just like like just it's not the same thing. Whatever. I, all that to say is there's a lot of that in this movie. That's crazy. Not going up vines, but yeah. a lot of m multiple hits. Yeah, I don't even like I always try to like even just like do it in the air and I like I just can't even move that fast. <laughs> like it's like brrr. Yeah, and it doesn't look like they're speeding up no, that footage. Like, like that's yeah. what it's like. No, no, she's not speeding shit up. It's Donnie Yen, baby. <laughs> yeah, you know, you don't speed up Donnie Yen. It's so crazy too. I don't know what that um I don't even know what you call it. Device is called that it man is constantly practicing on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know what it's, it's called. So the, wood, like, the wooden like it's like the Wing Chun thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that they keep going back Yo, to that. I dead ass, I believe this movie's so popular. I don't remember which Marvel movie it is, but there's one of them. It's an Avengers or an Iron Man. But Iron Man's like working in his lab and then like he walks by and he has one of those and then he does a couple like 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 Wing Chun moves on it like you know, uh, like the show that like he also practices fighting and I was just I remember just being like yo that's definitely in there because I hit man because oh. like like this shit just made Wing everyone loved Wing Chun all of a sudden like mm, it just like mm -hmm. it went from being this unknown art to everyone being like oh it's a masterful fighting style ah uh, you know? interesting um, cool and also I don't know too too much about like the true art of Wing Chun or anything I do know that that is pretty like accurate in the sense of how it's shown in this right but i think i also just love it because of my dumbness of karate kid loving where it's very miyagi-do yeah. where it's defensive based where most of it is like you wait for them to strike you 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 move them out of the way and then you quickly give them one mm. and like it's like that's that's like if you watch him fight like he almost always never like does the first strike right right, right. even when he's fighting three guys he stands and waits and as this one comes he deflects hits deflects hits yeah you know, so like, yeah it's I don't, Miyagi style. I don't know how true they st stuck to the philosophy of this style of fighting, but I uh -huh. did love that bit where he's talking about, I think someone told, I think the, the um, outsiders who were coming to town, like one yeah. of them was like, like, 
my style's the best. Yeah. And then he came back with like, it's not about like the style. It's about, I don't, do you remember? <sighs> I do, but not really. Like, not enough to say it. But I, I think it was more like it was about the person yeah. rather than the style, which I thought yeah, like, like, no was really cool. Yeah, no one style is best. Like, yeah. you know, like a grandmaster isn't the best because like he's, he knows the style better than anyone else. Right. And I, I really like that like yeah. take on it. It's not like the best. It's just like how you use it. Yeah. So what was your take as, you know, seeing it for the first time? Again, because you were saying that you didn't know where the plot was going. So, yeah. like, at this point, he's fighting this main guy. Like, at this point, you probably realized, oh, the plot has to do with these outsiders trying right. to take over their town. Yeah. He wins. It seems like, like the whole town's, like, on it men's side. Like, oh, please train us. Like, you know, like, it almost, it's like the end of the movie, you know? Yeah. So, like, where was your brain there right before it pans up and <laughs> yeah. it turns? The- well, I thought then it was going to just turn into this, like, I have to choose karate, karate, or my family, or my family. Yeah, because like we're also yeah we're building up that like his son's like be, feels neglected and the wife's giving him shit because right. all, all he does is like hang out with his buddies and talk about fighting and fight. And yeah, and I thought his nephew was gonna be spending this whole movie trying to prove that he is in fact the best student he'll yeah, ever have. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I thought it was. I love it because I had like not that exact stuff, but I had those like, same thoughts. Where like, all right, so now we're gonna like watch him establish yeah. a school and like. I feel like they did plant like a few different seeds. Actually, it's actually interesting to think about because you have all those plots that we just talked about and then you even have like the kid who um like oversaw the masters fighting who had yeah. the brother His right older brother who, yeah. emba- who embarrassed him in front of everyone and then ran away so you have that storyline as well and the cop too like the cop and the shows cop. up with the, with the gun yeah. and stuff yeah so yeah. they actually like planted like a, but i like it because yeah these are all the people we're going to visit after the war we're going right. to see like how they adapted to the war and like where where they're at, you know. Yeah. What I mean? So I had no idea where it was going. Yeah. So I had the same feel. So when it just pans up and you just see like that the plane go over and like I immediately knew what it meant and I was yeah. like, fuck, I know what year it is. <laughs> I love it because like for the movie we just watched, Memoirs of a Geisha, it took like two hours to get to that point, yeah, yeah. and this one was like, all right, twenty minutes. Well, yeah. So that's that honestly <laughs> was the thing that inspired me to pick this one. Uh, it wasn't just like, oh, I want to do a, a movie about China. It was more just like that moment. I was like, whoa, it's just like it, man. Like you know, like. And then so I was like, oh, okay, I gotta do it, man. That's no. cool. But yeah, that just jumps over, and then I love it because like it also kind of solves a story issue that sometimes we have in these movies where like. They clearly establish Ip Man is like unrealistically amazing at martial arts. Right. Like he almost never even gets hit by anybody in this movie. So like once you establish that in the first 30 minutes, it's hard to have a movie where it's just he keeps fighting and mm. never really loses. So this is a great because they establish a whole conflict and he has to take two acts to learn that like being the strongest fighter doesn't mean anything mm-hmm. and you're not going to be able to save anybody with your fighting. And like you base like he like... You know, like, we get to it, but, like, he has to learn he's useless to then learn how to become useful. And I think that's a brilliant move to do on a character who is more or less kind of like Superman. Like, he's, like, he he can't be corrupted. Like, he doesn't really have, like, any... Outside of his, like, family issues, which aren't even really true issues. Yeah. He's just, like, he's so morally grounded, smart, wise. Like, when we meet him. Right. So, from a movie character perspective, that's a hard thing to go anywhere with. You know, like, how do you tell a story about someone who's got everything figured out already? Well, I I wonder if you're getting to this, but I feel like it's almost showing him like as sort of like a selfish character because he has all this skill and all this greatness and he's humble. Yes, his life is great. But like if you're not sharing that with anyone, yeah, is it actually like that's one of the yeah, that's one Mm -hmm. of the things. And yeah, like he's 
he yeah like he's not not that he's a bad person by any means when it starts but yeah he's very like self-involved and isolated and like you know he just kind of like lives in his like privilege you know what i mean like he's got the best house on the block like he doesn't need to teach anyone because he has money so like why would he even waste his time like you know he likes to fuck around with his buddies you know like he's got the wife and kid but he's not really like he's not really there all the time you yeah. know so yeah it's it's, in- it's interesting because yeah but it's it's uh, that's why I, I love this story more than other ones where it's just like you know the classic stereotype is like you killed my teacher you know like that's like the the storyline right or like you know like, like i love ong bak the thai warrior mm-hmm. i think it's some of the best action around but the story is this village has a a, a a monkey statue. I might have. I might be fucking. I might not be a monkey statue. Has an elephant statue, uh-huh. and then these people come and steal it, and then take it to Thailand to Bangkok, and then they like they elect one the best fighter in the village to go get it, and like that's the movie. <laughs> like he then goes to then has a bunch of fights and gets the head back. Right. So it's like you know it's you don't really. So I love. I just think they did a real clever way to be like. Look, we already showed you that. Like, if this was that movie, he would win. Like, he he clearly is dope. But, like, how is he going to... You know, it's Schindler's List with, like, Kung Fu. It's fucking right. crazy. Yeah. It's, like, it's wild. Like, oh, my you know God. What I mean? <laughs> that should be the tagline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Schindler's List with different races and uh, Kung Fu. Yeah. So, yeah, I just love that, like... You know, he has to he has to come across this problem. And it's the reason... You know, we're going to talk about him later. But I think it's the reason why this one's far and above at least the second one. Because I just feel like they kind of lose that in some of the sequels when they make this a franchise. Mm. But we'll get to that. Okay. I mean, there there are just a ton of fights that are going on that I think like the way that ev- all the the fight scenes were shot were insane to me. From I I actually really did enjoy that quad that they have where all the schools come and like sort of. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I I really like that. I I think it was like the Hogwarts esque, you know, like oh it's all the houses and yeah, like, like who's was, the best. It was showing yeah, like <laughs> it's like it's a martial arts community. Like that's like what, yeah. yeah. But I mean, I did a hundred percent appreciate like what you admire, like the no cuts with slow mo shots and yeah. like just it was just really beautiful to watch. Even though like when it came to points where like arms were being twisted the wrong way or like oh it was i was very vocal i will say during i <laughs> during this screening like i think you can't watch this and not go Ooh, ah! yeah <laughs> you yeah. know <laughs> that was really fun <laughs> but um speaking of the twist uh speak <laughs> twist the, not yeah. the twist but you know turn, but, but. the yeah the turn um into this sort of like the war era Another um, plot that I thought they were going to go down was I thought the wife was going to die. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I, I thought it would, they made her really sick and uh-huh. then she was better. You know, like I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if you fell for that the first time. No, I did. I think it's on purpose. Yeah. I, I don't always know how I feel about that. Like sometimes I almost feel like it's not like, necessary. Or just something where like they don't really know exactly what to do with the character. Uh huh. So then they just like do that. It happens in like I like Creed a lot, but like that's what happens with Rocky and Creed, and like I just almost felt like they didn't know. Like they figured out Creed's story so good, and they're like, we have to have Rocky in the movie, but like, uh, what could he be doing? Interesting. And then, so he just like gets sick. You think he might die, and then like he doesn't, and then it's just like okay. I kind of yeah. It would have been cool to like see her do some kung fu, but I also know eh, the time period. It that would have made no sense. 
I I applaud this. Not that it's fully realistic by any means. There are a little bit of hokey moments, but I do like the groundedness of this. Mm. And I think it would have been just like a little hokey if like out of nowhere. Like, you know, like they're trying to survive day in and day out. And it, like, when would he have taught her Kung Fu? Like, she he could even, have been watching. He even asked when his, <laughs> remember his son goes like, didn't you used to practice like martial arts? Like, why don't you do anymore? And he's like, because if I exercise, I need to eat more and we don't have enough food. Mm. Like, so why the hell would he be teaching her martial arts? That's on the true. Side, that's you know? true. Oh, damn. <laughs> I didn't even remember that line. What? Yeah. Oh, that's what I mean. By, like, this is, this is more than just like, uh, oh, let's get everyone superpowers and fight each other. Right. Like, this is like a story, you know? Yeah. Um, no, that was one of the more heartbreaking moments because you realize his son's so young that he forgot the old life. Because mm. he literally... Because, like, you see him. He's there watching his dad fight day in and day out. And then all of a sudden he's just like, didn't you used to fight? Like, he means, like, he's so young that yeah. this is the world he knows. Damn. And, like, one, one other moment I love, too, is, like, when you're first seeing their new life, like living in this like burnt out building right outside, the son is playing with these three other kids and they all have these wooden sticks and they're pretending they're guns and they're playing war. Yeah. And then I'm like, these kids are not growing up in the same environment. He grew up where he respect martial arts. Everybody practices and learns and, and you learn this ancient way of fighting and these kids are learning, Oh, you shoot each other with guns. Like that's, you know, so like, not only it's like everything he's ever like believed in and stood for is like not only gone but like his son lost it and is now growing up in this other stuff yeah so yeah it's heartbreaking that's rough but yeah that's what he he tells the son he goes i can't i can't fight anymore because uh you know exercise makes me eat i i forget what was he doing before he got that sort of like gig to make money they're selling all their shit oh right they so were they just, weren't even working yet no they were just they just had so much shit they had that like they were pawning stuff wow um and so like when you see her like sell whatever i think it was a watch or something it was yeah. like the last that was the last thing they had so yeah like, they were they were all done damn trying to get the right hoping to live out that war yeah right like, <laughs> um you never know it could be you know, maybe it'll be two years you know it probably won't but it maybe it will be that's yeah. true i want to talk about this uh basically what the japanese have set up for the chinese to like earn rice yeah well first the person who recruits it is the fucking traitor oh yeah the the police captain from earlier the translator yeah yeah so he's the same guy who believed in guns over martial arts like he's so quick to throw everything away (laughs) yeah this guy yeah i love how everyone like turns against him too or like you know why they like don't they? respect him yeah why would you respect the translator i know like, but i i did like the how the movie did show the it, the movie did sympathize with him because at one point you do see the people he's supporting yeah, by yeah. being a traitor no yeah you know? it does. that's I, that's what makes i think this movie really good it's like you're saying like war affects everybody difficult like, differently and like you can't all you have to like really see what everyone's going through to like judge their actions like but also it also feels good when it man slaps the shit out of him and calls him a traitor like yeah. that, that also felt good yeah it does <laughs> um, but yeah so in order to earn the rice he's recruiting anybody who wants to come and fight against japanese fighters mm-hmm. kind of just like in a that's what i meant by it's like a little bit like pretty like honorable where it's yeah, like it's, it is it's actually just a spar it's a, not it's, it's a show of like strength and like yeah you're they're out getting their asses kicked but it is a spar you know it's yeah. not like they're not getting like jumped you know what i mean right which actually was surprising to me <laughs> like yeah. i was just and that's what anxious I mean. it's the whole su- time surprising to probably real life like i don't like think shit like this was happening like you know it's um, a little too nice for for you know an occupied area what i didn't understand is because the the general to me i mean 
I guess he is a villain, but like he just seemed like more reasonable of a character than his secondhand man. Oh yeah, the secondhand man's like he's like a cartoon. Yeah, yeah, you needed that guy. He'd, yeah, he was insane. Like I was like, wow, they really don't like the Japanese. Like they're really like letting him be so crazy. And I know, but again, like to go back to like me reading about that war and knowing that like you know they ate prisoners of war. I'm almost like, I kind of am thinking this guy's a little bit more realistic than the general. Where, like, I don't think there was these, like, peaceful noblemen. Like, mm. war was brutal. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm. like it was like you were either getting raped or killed or eaten. Like, it was, like, one of the three. So, like, the fact that all he did was, like, shoot the occasional person, I was like, this guy's a little bit toned down. Yeah. But I know what you mean. He is, he's a very, like, evil character in a, in a movie where it's, like, not everyone's really like that. Yeah. yeah. I just thought it, he kind of... He didn't take me out of the movie, but I was just like, this guy's insane. Like, yeah, he's yeah. so crazy. But yeah, and he's, you know what it was? It was because he was super crazy, but then also, like, sort of wimpy at the same time. Like, he wouldn't fight. He was a little cowardly. Yeah, I mean, he hid behind guns. Like, yeah. everyone else was like, you know, he didn't honor the fighting. That's like, what it was, really. Because even, like, you know, even the second the general sees it, man, for the first time, like, he's intrigued by him he wants to fight him and then eventually he wants him to train his soul like he doesn't want to kill it man he's like no no like i want to harness this amazing martial art like you know because like i generally believe these fights that he's having is like they serve like two purposes for the general it's like a they it is actually like if they end up beating every single chinese person it's like a way of like humiliating them and degrading them and like Mm -hmm. keeping them down but then b I think he is genuinely curious if there is a Chinese martial art that could beat his. Mm-hmm. And if it can, he wants to learn why and, like, get better. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, so I think he actually, like, loves the art just like it man does. For He's sure. just on the other side of this, like, war. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, those fights do get brutal just in terms of the blood and the and all that. Woof. Um, the freaking three versus one fight with that one master. Well, that's what kind of, yeah, that's what kind of changes everything. He gets his ass kicked. But even that, like, when he says he, like, surrenders, they stop. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they, they, again, it's, like, it's very honorable. But but then when he goes to take his rice, the fucking sniveling asshole that shoots guy. him. Well, and then, I'm sorry to skip over, but, like, even the first death that happens on that floor where, um, I fr- I'm, we don't know the characters' names, but, yeah. like, when that one kid gets killed to death killed to death or beaten to death or whatever what do you call it killed to death i <laughs> guy was killed but that guy was killed to death god damn that it that was crazy uh, um, love me. wait what guy what are you talking about the first one the one who has the brother oh yeah he is the first one to go yeah because yeah, he, yeah. he, he dies off camera though so we don't really know but yeah, yeah, yeah. which i appreciated yeah, yeah, they yeah, want to yeah. see that but yeah i was brutal <laughs> He gives it man the tin. Remember, he's like, if you ever find my brother. Yeah. Because after he humiliates his brother, he never finds him again. Like, that's, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, that was another uh, geisha thing that I felt. I feel like I connected in my head. Um, like the geisha sisters. Yeah, <laughs> true that. But I think he was, he was, um, that character before he died, for me, I was like, wow, um, nobody's really like angry at the Japanese until like, or that's not true. I just think that, it man is so passive when it comes to what's going on around him and with the war. He's not really angry at anything until this kid dies. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm like, yes, like that was his waking up call um, because it was he wasn't a hero 
you know, yeah. <laughs> at all, even though he has all this skill we're, we've been talking about a little bit already, but like, yeah, but it's also like when you're in like a war occupation, like your fighting skill is not really going to get you that far. Like, what is he supposed to do? Like go down the street and beat I know, up every but soldier? I'm just, I'm just saying like, he didn't show any emotions at yeah. all towards. No, I agree. Yeah. Like this, this does knock him out of a passive state. I do completely yeah. agree. Um, well, cause he, he doesn't actually know if that guy was dead. He, so he. He doesn't see his friend anymore. Mm-hmm. Then he decides to go in Just to find to him. And then that's when the other guy gets shot. And then that's yeah. what kicks off the fucking dopest fight scene of the entire movie. This reminded me of um, Kill Bill yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little bit, but like a more realistic version. Because it's only yes. 10. And like, I don't know. So yeah, basically, Ape Man comes out. Whenever, whenever anyone comes to fight the Japanese, they say how many they want to fight. And then depending on how many people they fight is how many bags of rice they get. So right. if you say, I want to fight two, you fight two guys, you win, you get two bags of rice. So far, we everyone's stunned one. One guy does three and gets his ass whooped. Yeah. Hitman comes out and goes, let me get ten. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Let me get ten. I remember the first time, I like I was like kind of like relaxing a little. And then he said, then I like sat up. <laughs> I was like, ten? I was like, I don't know <laughs> if this guy's going to translate it correctly. Yeah, yeah <laughs> And this is like this is one of those scenes I pull a mash on where I pull this one up on YouTube constantly. Oh. Like I'll just watch out of context. It men fight ten men. Did you add this to the martial arts playlist? Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Andy fair. made a martial arts playlist uh, just to have on projecting on the wall. Yeah, on game night. It was. <laughs> oh, it, was right. it was because we were uh, competing. To pump it, up. it was yeah, pump up the comp- yeah. Just playing. <laughs> Not insane. Uh. My insanity has themes. Everybody knows that. <laughs> Uh, yo, Ip Man versus 10, 10, 10 on 1. Guys, if you haven't watched the movie, just at least go watch that scene. It's <laughs> wild. It's so good. And I like it, too, because it's obviously not like, you know, 10 on 1 is probably not going to work no matter how good you can fight. Yeah. But what I like about it is they try to keep it somewhat realistic where, like, every time he, like, fights one of the guys, he almost always makes sure to, like, take them out. Yeah. You know, so like if someone comes near him, he like breaks their knee or like, like it's not that kind of shit where he just like punches one guy in the face, punches another guy, punches another guy and they like fall down. Like, yeah. like he's just like, are you going to kick me? I'll grab your leg. Your knees now bent backwards. You're done. All right. Yeah. You, you're coming at me. I'll take your arms. Ooh, your elbows are backwards. You're done. You, I'll take a cradle your face, punch it 13 times in the mouth. All right. You're done. You know, like yeah. it's fucking dope. Yeah. And yeah, you got the hurricane punches and like, and, <laughs> yeah. And it's like. I kind of agree with this, and one of the like one of the criticisms the filmmakers have like given themselves with this one, and then that they said they try to make do differently in the sequels is that like they do wish they added a little bit more of two sidedness to the fights because in this movie, no matter what oh. Ape Man does, like he's never really no one ever really comes close to getting the best of him. Like he's always I see like unstoppable. I don't I get it, but I don't really consider that a problem because again, I've been talking about how it's the storyline and the emotions behind the fight. Like I, this ten on one works more so because you're watching him a fire ignite in him again, and knocking yeah. him out of that passive state, and it works as a character arc. Right. It's not. I don't necessarily watch it to go like, "Ooh, is he gonna win?" I watch it to go like, "Oh fuck, this is the moment where he's alive." You yeah. know, he's about to like, you know, because every fight we've seen, he pulls his punches, and this one, he's he's yeah i will say like as a first time i don't know if it's because i was a first time viewer but even though he has been sort of unstoppable up to this point i was still waiting for that fight where he's going to like not be great okay like i wasn't i wasn't i didn't feel safe yeah i kind of feel like that was probably there like 
they probably heard some criticism, watched it like 10 times and realized like, oh, maybe we should have had him get yeah. hit a couple more times. But I think it, because of the story around it and that none of the fights seem pointless, mm-hmm. like every fight is like rooted in something emotional that like it's it's fantastic. And then my other, what I, the other reason why I think this fight's so important, it does kind of ignite him to like, to fight back for the first time. Mm-hmm. But if you remember, this leads into the scene of him with his wife cleaning the wounds on his fingers, on his knuckles. Yeah. And he's just, he's like breaking down and just saying like, I just realized today, like how absolutely useless I am. Mm. And it's cause like, even though how awesome that scene was and he showed his strength and took down 10 of the strong fighters, it meant nothing yeah. like the other guys his friends were still dead he's still in the same situation like the japanese still have control and like that's what i mean where like he had to learn that this all this wiseness and, and power that he had really meant nothing and he did, he had to get out of this a different way and like that's as, as awesome as that moment is it's also like almost his lowest because mm. he's like fuck like i could go in there and fight 10 of them every single day and it won't mean anything right anything you know what i mean yeah uh so i really it's Mm. i think it's like a really important turning point in the story absolutely and also realization for me because if i were one of those 10 i'd just back out like i'd see what's going on and be like yeah especially the last one it always happens like (laughs) in these movies when there's a big group fight there's always one final guy who's just like he just saw like 80, 85 of his friends go down. And he goes, all right. Yeah. It's like <laughs> runs in and then it's. There's no way. But we also, we never touched on the opening, but in the opening, when it man still has money and has a good life, he invests in his friend's cotton factory. I thought it was his brother. Was that his brother? Or his brother-in-law. I don't know. The maybe. kid calls him uncle, so I thought they were related oh, yeah. somehow. I, oh, yeah, I guess so. I just thought maybe it was like, hey, it's Uncle Lip, you know? Yeah, maybe. Uncle Man. Well, anyway, brother, brother-in-law. Maybe it's his brother-in-law, but he invests in yeah. his friend's cotton factory. Yeah. Um, and then during the invasion, it's one of the few f- like businesses still left open, basically. Yeah. And It Man's kind of the whole movie also just been refusing to train anybody also again like kind of like that like privilegey thing where he's just like i never needed to train anybody so why would i up to and including in the war now where he asks these people are getting bullied by the same uh (laughs) asshole from the earlier yeah in the beginning now with uh lynn's little brother you know in the gang and they're they're bullying these guys and he's asking them for the help and at first he says no but then he ends up teaching them where this is like it man i think's final kind of step up here where he's going from I'm useless, my fighting can't do anything, right. to then being like, well, why don't I use that to inspire other people to fight? And, like, you're learning that, like, you can't save the world, but, like, your message could do more good than right. you ever could, you know? I so, love a montage. Yeah, so his opening thing is, yeah, the montage of training all these, like, random <laughs> people. I mean, I don't in any way, shape, or form believe that he could have trained them to stand up to this gang that, that quickly. quickly. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it shows, too, that, like, they do, they would have gotten their asses kicked if he doesn't show up for the big fight, too. But there are a couple times where I'm like, these untrained people are landing yeah. some blows that I just wouldn't believe. I did <laughs> laugh at, I don't remember exactly what the scene was, but one with the nephew that yeah. he did once. And I, I don't know. Yeah. Don't it it's fun, but I'm also like, you know, we got Cobra Kai for this. So. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. they should have swapped out the cast of cobra cat just for that back in 20- 2008 when oh. they were all 
five years old. Yeah. Yeah, this scene was epic. Uh, and the second showdown with this outsider, but even more epic was the emotions that happened right after when he gives the tin to his to oh, the, man, uh, brother. Yeah. I thought that was really good. Did you know it was going to be the kite? No, I yeah, didn't. I didn't know you the first time. I God forgot about the kite. It. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so earlier on, the, the little brother, he's getting his kite out of the tree and that's how he spies on it man yeah and then his younger brother his older brother who like owns a restaurant he's more mature he's like talking shit about his little brother like assholes always flying kites like he never does any work yeah and then uh he always wanted to apologize yeah he always wanted to apologize and the thing he wanted to give him was his kite back to be like i still love you so like he got that kite yeah that was a good moment yeah it really was that was a good moment and, you know, I don't think they even show him much after that, but it's pretty understood that he leaves the gang, you know, mm-hmm. like he, he learns, he learns he can't be a bully. Yeah, I thought that was really good acting. But I also like too, like, because at first you're like, oh, this fucking asshole, like he joined these thieves, like what a dick. But then like when it man talks to him, he's just like, like you almost understand that where you're just like, yo, like all we do is get the Japanese are just on top of us taking all our shit. Like if we don't take shit too then we're just gonna be you know like yeah like you know it's like war created us you know what i mean so it's like it doesn't justify it but like you can kind of understand it for sure you know what i mean so after the 10 on one fight the general you know he t- he tells the translator to tell it man to come back it man says no and the, ge- the translator just lies and he's like oh yeah he'll come back this guy's living a dangerous life everybody <laughs> like yo there's those times when it man's like talking shit and he's like you motherfucker yeah. i'm gonna fucking come up there poke your goddamn eyes like i don't know what he says and the other guy's like yo he's happy to be here uh you know he says he's got a great place clothes are looking sharp uh he said japan forever i don't know what that yeah. means but, uh you know he's a fuck the chinese was, yeah. <laughs> you know, like he's, i freaking love it uh, uh, that was verbatim by the way that was all from the, from right. the script you know. i was actually <laughs> expecting like that crazy japanese guy to be like i actually knew chinese all along <laughs> <laughs> you die now <laughs> um, and like that guy was more realistic too of just like the second he was like uh oh because uh that guy comes to it man's house mm-hmm. and you know Real quick, I just want to talk about how scary that little scene is when his son runs off camera. Oh, and he, yeah. all you hear is the son going, bang, bang. And you think, you know, it's like what he was doing earlier with his friends. Yeah. And then you see the crazy general just pointing a gun right at him going, bang, bang. Yeah, um, that was freaking scary. And then he sees it man's wife and he's like, rape time. I know. And just like, he's like, he just completely, he didn't remember why he showed up. Yeah. He was like, what am I doing here? Rape, right? I keep the rape? All right, cool. <laughs> And then Nipman just fucking takes his shins out, face on the stairs. It was so funny. I was like, there it is. There's the rape. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Hey, you wanted females in the movie. Yeah. In, in 1940, wartime, you're going to get raped. Here we go. Um, and uh, But then, yeah, later, because he says like to, to the general, and he's like, how are we not executing him? Like, he's struck. Mm. He's a prisoner of war, essentially, and he struck a Japanese officer like me, you know, like, like, how is that not punishable by death? And the other guy's like, you don't understand respect. Then, yeah, they also learned about the factory. So then the general goes to the factory and that's when it man has to show up and basically give himself in. Yeah. Um, they, yeah. At this point in the movie, I just didn't know that we were going to get here. <laughs> you know, yeah. like I was like, whoa, what is I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I knew what was going on. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I like, <laughs> how did we escalate to this? Yeah. But yeah, and then we also learned too. again, the general, all he wants is that it man trains his men to fight like him. You know, right. like he doesn't even want to kill him or anything. And I love it. Man's just like, no, fuck you. But I fight you. How about that? Right. <laughs> you know? Well, it, there was a very like Jesus factor of it all because it was sort of like 
if Ip Man wins, it's the end. If he loses, it's the end. Yeah. You know, like, there's no way out, really, for him. So he's kind of like a martyr at this point. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you know, it's the crazy guy would probably kill Ip Man no matter what. But he almost implies where it's like, listen, if, if you kill him, if you win, I'm definitely going to kill you. Yeah. Like, if you don't, we don't know, you know? like <laughs> So, like, Ip Man could have took the coward's way out. But it goes back to the thing he learned with the factory in a 10-on-1 fight was, like, the inspiration of not quitting is going to do more for my people than mm-hmm. any, like anything else. Like, or like, you know, or if I run away with my family right now, right. which is what I want you know, which is what I want to do. So yeah, I just love that he stands up. And that's why I like, I'm like with this fight again. So like, even though it's pretty one-sided, like, you know, once, once the fight starts, you're like, oh, that man's kind of wiping the floor with this guy. Uh, there were moments. There were some moments. There were some moments. And I thought that, uh, like, doing it in front of the crowd, too, was, like, risque. And I, oh, yeah. I was I was scared for everyone. Nice. And especially with the, the mother and son coming back, too, I was just like, somebody's going to die. Yeah. Like, I just didn't know, you know, especially with a movie that's not American. Like, I just didn't know where what was going to happen. Yeah, exactly. And I even like to, like, we kind of gave it a little bit of shit of them not giving the wife too much to do, like making her sick just for the sake of like a storyline. But I liked, I did actually buy her little mini arc when she breaks down in the car. Mm. Because the whole time earlier, she just looked at it like the martial arts as like this dumb little hobby that's like keeping her husband away from his family. Yeah. You know, she almost looks at it as a way like if he was like into motorcycles or like, you know, played pool every day or some shit like that or like video games. And then, uh, and then, like, she kind of, like, saw, was, like, realizing the power that, like, of, like, what he represented and, like, to the people and, like, the faith that they had in him. Like, what that meant. And she's just, like, I, I can't believe I wasn't, like, supporting him. Yeah. Like, I have to get down. Like, you know, and I believed why she wanted to get down there. Get a girl. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, the fight is fucking awesome. Yeah. It's just, like, it's so goddamn crazy. Um, I don't know why this general didn't look Japanese to me. Really? <laughs> yeah. He was. I okay. I mean, when I even when I read the names, he was the one that you helped me with. He was Hayaruki. Ah. Uh, he just had like a very unique face. Oh, interesting. I felt like anyway. Um, but clearly he's clearly this general is not being supervised because I feel like he should be doing other stuff. Oh you yeah, know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of time spent on cha- challenging the I don't, Chinese. Yeah, I don't think I don't think generals are that high up. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I think you have like way more steps above them and be yeah. like what are you doing <laughs> like you know he's like a man he's like michael scott you know like he's just like what are you doing down there in thunder and foshan the fuck you? he's like we got the best numbers i don't know what to tell you it's like, <laughs> it's like we just asked you guys to like collect coal like yeah, what are you yeah, doing yeah. he's like why do you guys lose eight to ten workers a day and where's all this rice going like <laughs> You guys, sometimes you give up four or five bags, like, unaccounted for? Yeah, that was the only thing, like, if you really thought about yeah. it, I'm like, I don't think they should be spending this much yeah, time on this. Give the prisoners of war our rice? Like, what are you, crazy? Like, just... <laughs> Wait, you're telling me this guy punched one of your men? And you're, you're challenging him to a duel? What the fuck, guy? Yeah. It's 1945. <laughs> it's like, we're, we're fighting we're fighting in the air, dude. It's World <laughs> War II right now. You know what that means? Like, it's, it's old, it's new school. Like, it's, yeah. Um... But as promised, you know, he wins and then gets a bullet for his for his effort. Did you think he was going to die? I did think he was going to die. And know. I was actually ready to accept that. Even though you remembered that you saw an advertisement for Ip Man 4 on I know. Netflix. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 
That's true. <laughs> no, I've, I felt the same way, except for by the time I watched this, It Man 2 had already come out. Uh, um, so I'd known that it was there was an It Man 2. Right. But yeah, yeah I, I felt like he, it could. I was ready to accept it, too. Yeah. And like, it wouldn't have been sad. It would have been like, oh, like he learned. Yeah, he, had he accomplished an arc the same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've, it might have been, too, where they were just like, just in case. You know, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just in case. Well, actually, no. To be fair, I think he didn't die because... He is a real person, uh-huh. and he does famously go on to oh, train right. Bruce Lee. So I feel like, yeah, <laughs> and like that's that was in all the advertising. So if they were like, "Oh, he died," he's like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't know why I thought, yeah. I thought he was gonna die. Never well, mind. Well, you know what? I think because I didn't know he was a real person until the end credits. Oh, uh, okay. That I was like, oh yeah, maybe he like not thinking about the sequels, but just like being trapped in the movie at that moment. I was like, oh, like yeah. It's a legend, whatever. Because one of my earlier notes was like, is this based on a true story? And then, you know, we come to learn in the credits that it was. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, loosely. Yeah, so the credits say that, you know, they they go to Hong Kong. He ends up opening a Wing Chun uh, Mm -hmm. thing. He spends his life, you know, teaching the ways of the arts. And then one of his students ends up being Bruce Lee. That so that I forgot to mention in the beginning. Well, I think one of the reasons too why this always popped on the radar was that was in all the marketing, at least in America, for this movie. Oh, it was always <laughs> just like, "Come see it, man!" The story of the man who trained Bruce Lee. Like freaking Americans, because like we knew Bruce Lee. So like it's just so like I remember like I knew that before I knew anything else. Like we freaking always have to have something to like yeah. a familiar. Yeah, it's always gonna to be like yeah. Oh, hate us. <laughs> fuck you. know, don't worry. Uh, Fuck, I'm trying to think of an example. Like, someone's coming back for this one. Like, yeah. You know, don't worry, we got Keanu back for Matrix 4. Like, it's like Remember this one thing you like? It's yeah. in here for a minute. <laughs> just to get us in the door. <laughs> even though, like, yeah, it has nothing to do with it. Like, it's just, like, at the very end. Like, even if Bruce Lee wasn't famous, like, if that was anyone else's name, that would be the stupidest end credit of all time. Like, mm. we just saw this guy end a war. And yeah. that's going to be like, oh, yeah, and then he trained uh, Johnny Cho, and he's fantastic. <laughs> like, you're just like, <laughs> like, you're like, who the fuck is Johnny Cho? But because it's Bruce Lee, we all go, ooh. Yeah. But, like, from a storytelling perspective, it's like, what? And then he trained one specific person? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, fantastic. <laughs> Freaking annoying. Should we jump in and uh, talk about the legacy of this whole series and beyond the credits? Sure. Because I kind of know where this all goes it's kind of hard for me to be like what happens next but uh i don't know do you have any like <laughs> thoughts like that you wrote down as like a normal beyond the credits before i talk about what actually happens yeah i guess i it's it's not really like a thought or a guess but i'm just curious as to where the latter three it mans like go like yeah. does it continue like in this or do we stay close in this time period does it stretch more over time like so if you had to make it man too, what would you? Uh, so I guess if I were to make it, I mean, the second one I think that makes m- the most sense is to the Japanese hear what happened with it man and this general and they're seeking revenge and they're going like, basically he's on the run, right? With his family yeah. at this point. Like that would make sense for an it man too, to me. Mm-hmm. That'd be so cool if I was right. Nah, but does it make sense yeah yeah that makes sense oh, for, okay. sure, for sure that's cool. uh the only, the only the only thing i think it doesn't make sense is because like the idea was that like oh wait they did say the war ended yeah like this like <laughs> not that that moment ended the war but it kind of sparked right so and so blah blah that would go to the war you know it kind of picks up in a more broader sense where it says like you know he goes to hung- like that kind of like he goes and establishes schools and stuff like that 
Um, and then it's school versus school. So no, so for for I've only seen the second one. I've watched one scene of the third one, and then I haven't seen anything of the fourth one yet. Um, Do they keep that? Kinda. So <laughs> this is my thoughts. I, I'm going to reevaluate all these. Actually, uh, I just bought them all. You Amazon. bought them all? Yeah, yeah. Wow. It was, was twenty. You, you buy movies so quietly. <laughs> like I come home and you're like, yeah, I got this uh, 10 disc set with special features of Halloween's. Like, yeah. I'm like, what? When did you make this purchase? Fantastic. <laughs> I googled it because I was like, "How much does it cost to buy it, man?" And then it was like the whole set, uh, like twenty bucks, all four movies. Oh I was like, all right, "I'm in, I'm in, I'm in." Special feature. So I'm gonna reevaluate. But this is this was my perspective. I saw it, man. Fucking floored my balls off. Couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. it was such a good movie. Right. Love this movie. I was like, "Is it it, man? Two out there?" I looked up. Like, same director, Donnie Yen's back. It's got great. Reviews. Wait, when did you look this up? Like, it, like, like was, when you it after man you 2 watched was already it? Out. Like, oh, right, 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 right. Like right. by the time I I got around. So it, you man. looked it up right away because they. It Man came out in 2008 and the sequel came out in 2010, but it didn't come out in America until like late 2009. Right. So like, and then I think because it was a hit, they fast rushed the sequel to us. So I think we got them like, bop, bop, you know, like yeah. real fast. So I jumped into It Man 2 and like, I at the time was pretty disappointed. Mm. It has pre- some pretty cool fight scenes, but it's like the sequeliest sequel of all time and like doesn't really, it forgets all that stuff praise that i gave the first one about having such like a deep narrative story where the fights mattered and it was just like let's put this guy in fights you know right. what i mean that's what they like so and it's like and the fights were so much more over the top like there is a scene where uh, closer to Kilbo where he does fight near 100 men and they all have axes and it's like it's it's sure it's like fun at times but it's just like silly as balls and like he's kind of like the same where just like he's just like just like taking out a hundred men with axes there's another fight where him and this guy are like on a table and they have to balance it's just like set pieces Mm -hmm. and it's very good action like i do remember being like oh this fighting is dope but it had none of that emotional stake of this first movie and it man almost had no arc and it's essentially a remake of rocky four in my (laughs) eyes Okay. It's about an um, uh, uh, English boxer who comes to China to humiliate Eastern boxers because he's like, you guys are all pussies, haha. Really? East Western boxing is the best. And he fights everyone and then, which is Rocky IV where the Russian guy comes to America and does the same thing. And then one of Itman's close friends is like, I'm going to fight this guy. This is bullshit. And then he gets killed in the ring. And then that's what influences Itman to go fight this guy. That is not what I thought. Yeah. Do not- you think that, I wonder if the plot of Itman 2 was influenced by how well it was received worldwide. They were like, we got to bring the Westerns yeah, in. Like, and yeah. And like all his Eng- dialogue is in, in English. Weird. Like, you know, so it's I like, don't like that. Um, you guys, you're special. It, it's just a lot more like straightforward. Kind of what I was saying where like plot doesn't matter we need a reason to have a lot of fights and like that's what that's one reason and like and then like also at the very end and of course the last thing that happens in the movie is it man's like sitting there just hanging out like ah you know won the day i did it and then like 
he gets a knock at the door and there's like an eight-year-old boy and he goes who are you and he goes you're gonna train me in fighting and he goes he goes what are you talking about and he goes because i'm gonna be the greatest fighter of all time i am bruce lee and then like a cut are you and, serious and like, all right i might be over exaggerating how bratty he sounded but that's what it sounded like to me and then it cuts the credits so i was like that's how you ended the last movie like stop they telling us that he trained bruce love- lee <laughs> Like I was tagging like, Bruce Lee, in and this. then I was reading about it, and like apparently the the, the original idea was like the sequel was going to be about him training Bruce Lee, and then like along the way they just like rewrote this movie. I wonder if it like Bruce and, Lee was like, all right, guys. you know, it's like, and I was like, listen, the button on the last movie was everyone went, oh shit, he trained, but it was like it was nice and like classy, you know, I was like, yo, he trained many great fighters, including. <laughs> and you go ooh, and this one is just like this little bratty kid comes up and he's just like hey you're it man and you're gonna be my teacher and like it I'm just like, almost sounds like we didn't have to do yeah, two i'm also gonna youtube it after this because there's no way it's as bratty like i saw this 12 years ago so i don't yeah. actually i could my memory could be off i hope i'm not, i hope it's actually not but so it, that was just really completely funny. just that made me feel like all right they're gonna just make like a generic action series out of it man now it's like you know i thought they were gonna find another like real and then i mean the i could tell the third one the fourth one they have really good reviews but then so does the second one so i don't know if i could trust it uh. and then the reason i didn't watch the third one is because when they advertise it here in america all they advertise is that mike tyson's in this movie and that Whoa. mike tyson and it man fight and I, that's when I said I watched one scene from the third one. I went on YouTube and I watched their fight scene. This seems so curious. out of it to me. But it just, yeah, it seems like so gimmicky. Like, yeah. it just seems like they were like, oh, second one? All right, it man fights 100 people. Remember 10? Now it's 100. Right. Like, you know, it's like... Just keep adding zeros. And then this one, it's like, all right, now, who can we... What if he fights Mike Tyson? Like, you know, like, it's just like we're doing, like, it man versus now. Like, right. like this first movie is way classier than any of that shit. But I read into it and apparently... That's kind of like one scene. Like, it's not really the point. Like, he's not even the main bad guy of the movie. So I actually want to watch three now and think maybe I'm wrong. If that's just one scene and, like, the actual movie has a lot of depth, then I'll be like, all right, like, I get it. Like, I don't know. Not- the fact that Mike Tyson's in it just takes me out of this world. Uh, you know, like... When he talks shit to it, man, too. Like, they give him way too many S words to say. And <laughs> list, like, like, I forgot what he says a lot. But he says something like... Let's see who fists are the fastest. Yours or mine. Uh, like it is just like guy like there's too many s's like like, i know you're the toughest man that's ever existed but that's too many s's they pulled a 3lw on him yeah 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 exactly i'm getting a little tired of you broken promises promises looking at your pages seeing different numbers and numbers call you when you study hanging with the fellas the fellas hanging with my girls you always getting jealous and jealous i was with you when you didn't have no dollars no dollars but because then I found out there's a spinoff, uh, another movie called Master Z Man Legacy that came out after the third one. And it's about like the villain of that movie after he gets defeated by it, man, he has like goes on his own journey. Uh-huh. And so now I'm like, oh, shit, Mike T- I thought Mike Tyson was the villain. So I was like, oh, maybe maybe it is a better movie. And I just was like soured on the first one okay. or second one. And then I was like, now they're just putting. I feel like usually you're like not that wrong. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like from your first like just, impression. But, I, that, but like when I was doing research on this, like I could barely find anything on just this movie because everyone just talks about how it's a perfect franchise. Like everyone's uh... like, this shit is brilliant. Like it's so good. You know? So I'm just like, maybe I was just younger. Like, you know, I am 10 years older now. So like I, my taste changed. So right. I'm going to be rewatching them and I'll, Maybe I'll dive in on the cast and let everyone know. Mm. Um, and then the fourth one just came out. It came out 2019. So, like, I haven't even I haven't yeah. seen anything from that one yet. 
I, I think is, I saw it, a crazy fight scene. It's called the finale. Um, and I do actually no, that's not true. I watched about ten minutes of it. I lied. Uh, it was at uh, at my old job. Like during lunch, we threw it on. Mm-hmm. Um, and that one is truly about him and Bruce Lee. Like it's oh. it's like Bruce. They Lee, took three movies yeah, together. Yeah, like Bruce Lee's like a full on adult. I think Bruce Lee's in the third one, but like he's like a full on adult, and it's about like Bruce Lee starting a school in San Francisco, and then it man comes there, and and. Uh, it's it it's uh, I think it's uh, a lot about racism because I think everyone's just like get out of here you Chinese bastards you know like it's mm. like America in the seventies or something I don't know I don't know exactly what it is but that's the newest one it's called the finale so in theory I think they there's the idea was they're like we're done after this like mm-hmm. yeah, plus he's getting pretty he's, it's like, the Donnie Yen's f- getting a little older you know what I mean yeah although he's fighting John Wick <laughs> um but what's crazy is too is that, like after It Man One and It Man Two. They just started being Ip Man movies. Because, like, I watched two other Ip Man movies because I thought they were connected to this. But I knew it wasn't Donnie Yen. But there was one that was a prequel. Like, I, I lost their names already. And then there was a there was a sequel to that uh, called, like, Ip Man Legacy. And it was about old man Ip Man. So uh... it's, like, it was two movies where it was, like, Ip Man younger than Donnie Yen age and older than Donnie <laughs> Yen age. But I remember both just, like, the it was just, they were kind of just cheap, rushed movies. Like, the action wasn't filmed well. Right. It was all my problems. Lots of cutting, not, not great choreography. Fair. So I was just That director a, wasn't involved? Yeah, no, not at all. Like, they weren't even, like, not the same company. Like, they had no legal gotcha. connection. Um, so I remember just not being into those. And then, uh, Phil, I don't think you know him, but a very famous filmmaker, Juan Car Wai. He was working on an Man movie way before this one. But it's just, like, it was like, going through development hell. Uh, he's like a much more artsy filmmaker, so it wasn't really a martial arts movie. It was like a, it's like a dramatic epic or some shit. Oh. Um, it eventually got released in 2013. It's called The Grandmaster. I never watched it, but it's also about it, man. Hmm. But uh, there were some problems with this movie because I think they wanted to call this one Grandmaster Rip Man, but he had the copyrights to the name Grandmaster. Oh, so they had to I think it worked name. out. Yeah, man, fucking roll <laughs> up the tongue. Um, all that to say, it's like it's just like this. Wait, like, how can you do a story about him and not do the martial arts? Get out of here. I don't know. I mean, there's definitely action in it but it's not like just like i think it's trying to be a little more deeper than just like now he's gonna fight a bunch of people i see so i, I haven't seen it so i can't really talk about it okay um but one where car makes very good movies so i imagine it's good but in different reasons than this is good but yeah you know it's directed by all the same guys so i'm curious i'm, I'm gonna watch all of them and see where where we're at all right with with, with the <laughs> i smell a franchise deep dive in the future could happen could happen all right, so to wrap up my final thoughts, you know, just kind of plead my final case on it, man, here. Mm. But yeah, it's one of my favorite martial arts movies just of all time. Like, there are obviously thousands of exceptions, but as I said earlier, the plot tends to just be put aside for kick-ass choreography, and this is like a marriage of both, where it's like a truly impressive martial arts, but at the same time, like, the story, like, I feel for this guy every decision he has to make, and it's brilliant the way that they don't, connect just like being the best fighter with winning everything you know it's like you have to actually go through a journey so i love if you just want a traditional martial arts movie you can watch the first 30 minutes and pause it before the camera pans up and you just get a nice little <laughs> traditional story with some really good fighting um, so i think that's fantastic if you just you know you get both and after that turn the tonal shift of the war if you don't know what's coming i think it's such a good you know change of pace to keep you interested in the movie and just go like kind of where you are where you're like i have no idea where this is going anymore mm-hmm. um so i think that's fantastic every fight scene is just masterfully crafted it's so good and just yeah, outside of that like i love how it manages to stay mostly grounded with the fighting but still give you like a lot of unbelievable moments you don't really need like you know crouching tiger matrixy type moments where like you're doing 
high flying unbelievable things you're just more like holy shit did he just really like is this fist moving that fast like you know it's, it's cool it keeps you amazed that like very n- things that like you could wrap your head around you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and outside of that i mean donnie yen is just boring to play this character and i'm so glad he like got to do it for 10 years like it's so awesome so i loved all that um and then i just for you i mean i know you said on top you're not like you didn't grow up with a love of martial arts but you still grew up with it like around your house so i was kind of hoping to tap into that i was hoping you had a donnie Yen connection i didn't really know about your iron monkey love but i was hoping that there'd be something out there that you knew donnie Yen from and then i was just trying to really just trying to seep off your memoirs of a geisha vibes and hoping i would just feed off that tone mm-hmm. and like the darkness of this wouldn't catch you too off guard because memoirs of a geisha was real dark so i was hoping that would get the love right in at the last second so after all that, you know, I've had my Wing Chun defenses up, but I need to open up and ask you, yeah. do you love what I love? Well, there's a lot to appreciate with this film. And I don't, I'm not going to repeat myself too much, but one thing I did not say yet is that I wanted, I wish I could have been an intern in the editing booth on this movie because I think like from sound design to like even just working with the different shots and the different angles would have been so cool. Mm -hmm. I really appreciated just visually without the plots and everything like that. Just, it was just really enjoyable to watch. Um, Yeah. I feel like, and it flowed very nicely. Yeah. I don't want to cut you off, but I feel like it's an interesting discussion that like people like tend to take for granted how hard it is to like edit an action scene yeah because they're shot over like a week and a half sometimes and you have to like be able to keep make it make sense like visually and time out like in continuity the pacing, the pacing and just like that everything makes sense you're like listen yes. in that last scene you ended up like on the floor so if you don't start there it's not because there are times where you watch a movie and it's jarring where like you see just people like tussling and like all of a sudden it cuts and like someone's hand is over someone's like neck and you're just like how did that get there like and then like but when it's done really well you don't notice it but yeah like this movie it's like like you can just track the action so perfectly you never get lost yeah yeah i continue i just wanted to no absolutely no i I really appreciated the editing here and then obviously a lot of that starts with the directing and like the continuity when you're shooting as well like you got to leave shots for the editor to work with you know like to make it make sense um so i thought that was really good um and i did like that you couldn't predict where this story was going um i did think that donnie yen was is perfect for this role um of it man and yeah i really don't have any like pet peeves with it like the violence was sometimes hard for me to watch but like overall i think i did have a good time um and where i'm really gonna leave it here is that like i really really appreciated it and had a like a great time but i think like with martial arts is really hard for me i think for for iron monkey it might just be like that like the movie's great and the martial arts are is great but also like the time i was watching it and like you had nostalgia tied up with the it. nostalgia yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. but like with it man like I don't know that I could say I love it yet. Maybe I'll get like a second or third watch. That's fair. And maybe I'll love it. But like, I just really enjoyed it on this yeah, yeah. first watch. No, I mean, with certain genres, it's hard. Like, I get the same thing with there's certain genres yeah, where like, even when I watch greatness, I'm like, it's, I don't, it just doesn't connect emotionally yeah. with me. 
It's like a first date. Like, I'll, I'll go out again. Yeah, yeah. I'll check out it, man. <laughs> I'll check it out. Um, but yeah, that's that's really where I land um, with this one. Nice. To quote you, I'll accept that. <laughs> I'll accept that. <laughs> All right, folks, that's our show. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy our podcast, be sure to subscribe and tell a friend. Also, if you have the time, take a moment to rate and review. Every bit of feedback helps. I'm Masha. And I'm Andy. And I hope you love what I love. Thank you.